Look, hello there. Um, hi everyone. Welcome to the second part of the self-care series um, during the pandemic, COVID-19. First, I would like to review the previous podcast that um, introduced the topic. I apologize for not being very clear and my baby was awake and I'm cooing in the background. I, I apologize for that. Of course, there's a few things I said in there that didn't make sense. Like I said, wash your hands for 20 minutes. No, it's 20 seconds. It's never 20 minutes. No one has the time, especially in a situation like this. As long as you practice meticulous hand washing, we should be able to, you know, be safe during these times. And hand washing is the fast line of defense. I know that that's one of the things you can do continuously to prevent you from getting COVID-19. But then again, you can practice everything the CDC is telling you and the healthcare professionals. So lesson to Dr. Fauci and everyone else. Yes, I introduced a point. I introduced the fact that we have self-care habits that have always worked to help us cope with challenging times. And I did mention that sometimes the self-care habits are not helping and you find that people are overwhelmed and very nervous and anxious during this pandemic. And I would like to bring to light something that happened last week that really broke my heart. And healthcare personnel are at a very high risk. Um, They're dealing with a, a lot of stress because this is a disease no one understands just yet. There's a lot that it does to the human body and no one understands why people are throwing clots, um, have mucus, blood, and pus in their lungs. So as healthcare professionals, this, this is a very challenging time. I can't imagine because right now I'm on a maternity leave. Therefore, I am not practicing. But I would assume that if I was actually practicing, I would be very anxious and stress because when you don't understand what's going on your body has a way of letting you know that you need to take care of me and that's when you should listen um last week there's an emergency room doctor in um, new york that took their life i don't know if this affects anyone but i Everyone knows that I have lost someone I love to suicide and I just can't explain it. And it is that this person that woke up every day to try and save people's lives decided that they were going to take their own life. I mean, I do not know what what transpired, but I can only imagine that the situation at hand contributed to what actually happened. And therefore, self-care during these times is something we all should pay a lot of attention to. Check on the healthcare professionals in your life. Check on them. They're not okay. People will tell you they're okay, but they really are not. So you have to get smarter now to study behavior. I know you can ask someone, are you okay? And I tell you, oh, I'm fine. Everything's great. But everything's not great because their behavior does not communicate the greatness that they speak of. They're unusually quiet. They're secluded. They've lost a lot of interest in life. 
these are some of the things that you can pay attention to, especially in this time. Study the people around you and reach out to those that you know that have struggled with mental health conditions for a very long time. Because with this pandemic, a lot of people are anxious and that added to previously um to previous mental conditions can actually blow out and become something that you know will take lives so pay attention to people around you and check on the healthcare providers because they're not okay like i said they are not and um in regards to self-care habits and Finding a way to cope if a self-care habit that you usually relied on is not working for you right now in this moment. Um, there's something I do in life, and I learned this through nursing. It's a paradigm of thought we use for problem solving. I will break it down in a simpler way to help you find a self-care habit and incorporate that in your life. Hopefully, it works and helps you reduce the anxiety. The paradigm of thought. We start by looking at the situation. So you would look at your situation, your individual situation, and assess what's going on. As assessment includes asking questions, asking focused questions that are going to help you solve a problem. So say your problem is that a self-care habit is not working. So the assessment would be why. It would be the whys. Why is it not working? It would be like, how do I change? It would be, how do I change it how can i make it work what can i do when where so it will be a lot of questions and after you've asked a lot of questions you will be there you would choose to focus on something that's going to help you solve the problem say you focus on how can i cope during this time um what self-care habit can i pick up that could possibly help me go through these challenging times so after you have had a focused question, you can go forward and formulate a plan. To formulate the plan, and in order for your plan to be effective, you have to make the plan in such a way that it is a moving plan. A plan that has a day and time of completion, and a plan that does not overwhelm you. Because if the plan overwhelms you, you're not going to be able to complete it so you have to break it down in simpler steps and give everything a time and a date okay and then after you have met the plan you will go ahead and start working on your plan and while you're working on your plan that would mean to implement whatever your plan was so if your plan was to look up more self-care habits you would start to look up the self-care habits and you would start to list what you think you would be interested in and what you can accommodate at this time so you have had a plan you assess the problem you focused your problem and then made a plan and then you start to do what you actually listed in the plan while you're doing this you can also evaluate yourself so while you do what you plan to do, <laughs> you start to evaluate yourself and say, is this working? Am I on the right path? Is this effective? Does it have the potential to be long-lasting? How can I make it more effective? So you continue to evaluate yourself and do not forget to give yourself credit for something well done, however small. If you do something in a day and you accomplish 
a little bit of the plan, make sure to sit back and clap for yourself because you are moving in the right direction. You are giving yourself a chance to cope and you are trying. Therefore, every little bit counts. Whatever you accomplish, give yourself credit. And I'm hoping that the plans that you have in place actually work. But if they do not work, the other thing you can do is go back to the drawing board and assess the reason why your plan did not work. So look at your plan again and thoroughly go through the steps little by little. Say we could form, if I could help you imagine this, how it would work in real life. It would be, um, let's see. So one of the things I am interested in starting to do for self-care is yoga, okay? So prior to um, coming up with yoga, I've already assessed myself in what, you know, the reason why I want to go into yoga and how, when, and where, and all of that, and how I would be doing it. So that the plan is start to do yoga for self-care um, to help me cope during these times. and now that I have chosen yoga, I have to plan how is it going to work because I cannot go to a yoga studio right now. All of them are closed. Um, my only options are online. And um, I was talking to a, a friend the other day and she was telling me her yoga studio has transitioned to Zoom. So they're able to do their yoga at home. And I thought that's really amazing. But then again, I'm a beginner. Okay. So... Being a beginner, I would have to start from scratch. I have tools available that I can use, such as YouTube. There are a lot of beginner yoga classes. And my plan is to actually go through a couple of YouTube um, yoga um, individuals and find out who I like better, um, who matches my communication and style. And, you know, find something that actually works, find a YouTube channel that actually works for me, then I'll go forward and start the beginner yoga. And if I did not have the equipment, I know I would need a yoga mat and my my work, comfortable clothes, whatever I have. I always worked out, so I do have a couple of gym clothes and I do have a yoga mat already. But if I did not, I would definitely, uh, my plan would definitely include buying a yoga mat Something else that I would include in my plan is we are in an era of, you know, where a lot of people are internet savvy. So I would look um, look up professionals, yoga professionals on the internet, follow them and study their lifestyles, as well as ask around my group of friends and find out who has practiced yoga, who's practicing yoga, who's doing something of that sort. And then I would go forward and, you know, Learn that art and communicate frequently with these people and ask them how yoga helps them cope and what are the benefits and what am am I looking to get out of this yoga thing. Yes, so that is where I am and having picked yoga as my self-care habit that I'm going to get into to help me cope during this time. Not only during this time, but going forward to deal with challenges and um, life situations that come up and yoga has a lot of benefits you can look it up online I'm not saying go ahead and practice yoga you can find a method you want to get into there's a lot of things people are doing out there that help them care for self mentally emotionally spiritually and 
all of those things should be in a balanced state in order for you to feel healthy. I don't know if that sounds right, but there should be a balance. Life should be in a constant balance in order for us to feel mentally healthy. Yes, and um, I think that's what I wanted to focus on in this particular podcast. And I apologize for being all over the place. I am still trying to get into the habit of making this a conversation rather than something where I sound like I have pressured speech and just going through points. So I want to have a conversation with people out there and it's impossible to have a conversation when no one's talking back at you. So you have to kind of like sit down and talk to yourself, appear like you're talking to yourself and lay out all those amazing points and try to have a conversation with people that are not there. But imagine that they're there and they're listening to you and they're interested. So Oh, okay. We will get there. And um, yes, on to the second podcast. Yes, we're doing well. I promised I was going to do this weekly. And this is the second one, I guess. We're getting there. I hope you had a great Sunday. Today is Sunday, the beginning of the week. I hope you had a great Sunday. And I do this thing where I Sunday for me is a day of relaxation and always has been a day to relax. I am not really doing the relaxation things right now but because my hands are full. But Sunday is a great day to self-care because growing up, it was a day to relax. And self-care and relaxation go together. <laughs> yes, so I hope you had a great self-care Sunday. And you're going to have a great self-care Monday, self-care Tuesday, self-care Wednesday, and Thursday, whatever day it is, it's the day to self-care, to care for yourself because you are all you have. You have to take good care of yourself. Okay? Goodbye. Remember to subscribe to my website, www.sandranaziri.com. Sandra is spelled as S-A-N-D-R-A-H. Nanziri is N-A-N-Z-I-R-I. Subscribe so you're the first to know when I put out a new podcast or any new developments in regards to the podcast. So subscribe today. Be the first to know.